Hello and welcome back to Blog of the Week. I'm your host, Keenan. I'm joined by my co-host. Caden. Uh, today, we have some special guests from the Puzzle Mind Podcast. We have John and Tadiwa. Uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Uh, hi, yeah. Um, you, you know, welcome everyone. Uh, my name is John and I'm one half of the Puzzle Minds Podcast. And my name is Ted and I'm the other half. But yeah, man, great, great, great to have you guys on. <laughs> been listening to you for a while. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, you've got some interesting stories to tell. You've got some uh, some interesting topics, definitely. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll leave all that stuff in the bottom and that you can plug your stuff at the end. But cool. yeah, basically, today we're going to be talking about um, social media. Like usually when we have people on the show, we'd interview them, but it's good to actually get discussion and opinions from people, you know what I mean? Instead of just mm-hmm. asking them questions. So uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about social media, like the good, the bad, the ugly, um, but yeah, I just, I'm, I think I'm going to start us off by asking uh, maybe all you guys, what what do you think about social media as a whole? What's your thoughts when you think social media? Uh, so for me personally, I think as an overall aspect, I think it's, it's negative, but you know, there's, that's not to say that the positive aspects are, are not there. Um, you know, for instance, you know, we, we had mentioned in like one of our episodes that social media kind of helps, uh, relationships, you know, for instance, with my wife and I, you know, we were four and a half hours apart, but we kind of use social media to interact, uh, to communicate better. And, you know, if we didn't have that, we would kind of have to resort to the whole waiting until we, we see each other or calling through the phone or, you know, snail mail, like whatever it could be. But, you know, with every situation that you have, there's always two sides to a coin. And, but I, you know, like I said before that, I think the negative aspects kind of outshine the the positive ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same body as you there because like there, there's, there's a mix because some of the, because uh, there's a lot of negativity, but there's also a lot of positive. And even if there's not that much positive, it's kind of like positive always outshines negative things. Mm-hmm. But then with social media, it's such a blurred line between the two because you don't know some things could be beneficial to some people and then detrimental to others. So I'm kind of in the same boat as you there. I don't know mm-hmm. what to trust. Yeah, it's, you know, so you had mentioned like the good. So you can kind of look at it in the sense of like advocacy, I guess. You know, people are in mm-hmm. Twitter, especially, uh, you know, advocacy is very um, a big thing in Twitter. You know, when something catches uh, a trending stream, it, it catches like wildfire. And before you know it, everyone knows about it. So, you know, for, you know, anything that you can think of, just social media, it, like I said, it can be beneficial, but I'm still, I, I don't, I don't really know where, where I definitively stand. It's just like, like you said, with you, I'm kind of in the middle of it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of changing. I think the wild thing about it is that it's integrated our, itself into our lives and it's like in every fabric of our lives. Like I remember the other day I was thinking about, how many websites do I automatically just like, or I usually like link my Facebook to, you know, rather than like, you know, signing up by yourself to do something, everything is all intertwined. And it's, I kind of thought about well, what point did we just, would Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or the, all these things become like a daily part of your life to the point where you almost need it. Like it's almost odd to the point now, where if you don't have some sort of social media, you know, app or whatever the case may be that it's, you're the odd one out versus, you know, maybe like 10 years ago where not having a Facebook or a MySpace was perfectly normal. 
And yeah. it's one of the things where I, I wouldn't necessarily say, I don't think social media inherently is evil or bad. I think how we're using it is having detrimental effects. So I would differ on that a little bit where I think it's a relatively new phenomenon where everyone is getting their, you know, five second news from Twitter. Like you're talking about the mob justice. Don't read a whole article. You just see that everyone is you know, using this hashtag. You click on the hashtag to see what's going on and then you support it or don't versus doing your own research to find that out. And that's the problem now where basically you're getting an opinion off of something that's probably more intricate than just, you know, looking on looking at a yeah. statement or a post and then now you have petition the people for you donate there or something. It's just like it's not doing anything. It's just I get what yeah. you mean. Yeah, you put you you like as he said, you're advocating for the wrong things. You you yeah. you're supporting the wrong things. And that mob justice aspect is the part that's kind of dangerous where basically people can you get accused of something like I mean we always go back to people that are accused of like, you know, like sexual assault or those crimes. Those are a death sentence nowadays before you even get proven guilty or innocent in the court of law. Definitely. Like if you you know, especially for celebrities, you know, like if you, you automatically get dropped by your network, dropped from movie roles, all that stuff, they don't even care. Like networks don't even care. It's like you just are remotely associated with this, you're done. And that that can be detrimental. So at least for the most part right now, people that are getting caught have actually done it. But I think the problem with that is there's going to come a point in time where you're going to start seeing some innocent people getting taken out now when it's not even their fault. Exactly. And that could like that could even bury real allegations and real stories that are just being buried as like just fake news or something to follow a trend. Or even like um, just getting like, basically just pushed down below the others while people are just calling out like like, like you know, random celebrities and stuff just because they want that that five seconds of fame. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, and also faking news became a thing because social media takes such a big presence in your life. If you, if people didn't care about what they saw on like Twitter and all that stuff, they fake news would have zero power. But the problem is that people push this stuff. People take everything, especially Twitter. Twitter is the one that's crazy where you say one crazy thing, it can be retweeted millions of times over and you become, you forever, you forever become that one thing. So... It just goes to show, like, man, the people not pay attention to, like, CNN or, you know, France Cat or Fox or whatever. The old school news sources where the people are, I mean, say what you want. Every news outlet has a bias towards it, has a bias. That's, I mean, that's how it's always been. But social media is not, the, it's not the remedy for that. Where now you're getting less information, but you're having more of an opinion on it. It's wild. Mm-hmm. It's more, it can be, especially because it has more of a grasp on younger audiences it can have a lot more of a gossipy kind of effect mm. where it's like first thing you hear straight onto a straight onto a post up and then even like uh, a lot a lot of that stuff can get buried as well now like in just g- gossip as well like there could be some important news on some and on, on my twitter tab yeah sometimes i go on to see in the news and i have to actually physically click on the news tab instead of just going on what's trending right now because what's trending right now is completely irrelevant to something huge that just happened in the news because mm. somebody's just like doing something completely like gossiping about something that doesn't you know what i mean yeah it's kind of more reactional news is is that yeah, exactly. kind of what we you know like for instance whenever yeah, some other yeah it's just whenever something is trending or whenever something needs to be said, you know, it's more of a reaction than it is kind of like the whole um, quote old school type of, of journalism or reporting, you know, where you have to get your facts straight and just, you know, mm-hmm. present it when you're all done. This is more so just, Hey, something happened. Let me tweet it out. So I'm the first one to, um, 
to get coverage of it, to, to be, you know, to be, to say that you are the first one that discovered this or, or is talking about it. Yeah. And those first kind of claim, yeah, those first kind of claims are big, especially with like people trying to shoot for fame on social medias. Those, uh, oh yeah, I did this first. They will, they will be put out there because, oh yeah, this was the person who said it first. This is the original tweet. Go to this, or this is the original post. Go to this. So mm-hmm. definitely having that first um, kind of input on the situation would definitely help you out a lot. So I feel like some people are saying that first input without even caring about and just said, all right, I'm going to hope for the best and hopefully people believe. Yeah, that's a really dangerous thing that, like you just mentioned, uh, like being the first to say something or or like just reporting something. Very rarely, I mean, do you get all the facts straight, but like people are more focused on like, we want to be the first, you know, like first to break, break the story. But what if you break the story like entirely incorrect and then now me, the viewer, my impression of this story is something that it's not. That's the yeah, part okay. that I think a lot of people, you know, nowadays are falling into now. Where I remember, um, I think I think I remember when I when Kobe Bryant died actually a couple months ago. I remember the first people to break it was like TMZ, and I remember they had said that all of, like Kobe and both all his daughters died. And I remember being like, "Oh my God, the whole family died, but his wife." And then it was reported like two hours later, like, "Oh no, it was just one of his daughters." Not to say that that's not bad, but they legitimately had the facts yeah, wrong. So wouldn't it be better to like wait to break that story and tell me what has actually happened than just throw it out there and they're like, well, we'll just you know pretty much edit edit it later. That's that's not that's not reporting the news, but you know you have millions of people now that think that like Kobe Bryant and all his children had died. Yeah, yeah. I guess if people didn't even follow up on that, you know that um, that statement that TMZ had made, then you're walking around with this narrative that is completely false and. I mean, you can obviously go back to to the internet and try to research it, but if for whatever reason you just, you know, some people just see an, an issue, read it, and then just never go back to it because there's other stuff to, to look at or be preoccupied with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, I I'm mean, dead. it's unfortunate that that's what uh, um, social media has evolved into, but it has, it does have its pluses because even like what uh, John was talking about when it comes to like, you know, maintaining relationships, whether they're, you know, platonic or, you know, romantic, it's completely changed the game. Oh God, yeah. most definitely, man. Like in some apps, like uh, even unconventional, like a lot of people, when they talk about that, they mention Tinder or something. But even mm-hmm. apps like Instagram and Twitter have such a use, like, because there you get a peek into someone's life, their interests, their, mm-hmm. what they perceive themselves as, what they give out into the world. And having that sense of someone is a lot deeper than a lot can go. And also to to so to jump back to uh, news there for a minute, um, there there is a lot of like fake news, a lot of bad news, a lot of reactionary news. But then there's also it, it, it can it can be used but very beneficially sometimes, very rarely. But like more recently, you see like a uh, a lot more COVID nineteen stuff, uh, BLM stuff is being posted up, and like none of that is like fake news. You know what I mean? Like, it may mm-hmm. seem unreal, but, like, mm. all these things really happen. And so, this, this, I like how it's going recently. You know, people are, are focusing on the right things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the whole, um, the issue or, you know, whatever is important to you, you'll kind of make make it more important and, you know, push it, mm-hmm. push it more on the agenda. And so, you know, some people are very passionate about 
about certain aspects of the world. And so they're, you know, with the help of social media, they're able to one advocate to push that message out and three spread it, you know? Yeah. I'd say one of the biggest things that social media has really been in use for is that spreading of play, especially in the BLM places that you could donate or petitions you could sign or just facts and news that you could Mm -hmm. spread awareness and say, okay, this isn't the biggest, like this might not be true. Here's a post debunking it and explaining what is really going on. And it's that stuff that, that disbunks misinformation really does help, especially in the rat race today. That's basically I'm gonna put out news first, and then everyone's gonna click it. Mm. Yeah, and I guess you can even just imagine if you know the the same situation that are going on in the world right now, where maybe ten, fifteen years ago, without the help of social media, you know, it's would never happened. Yeah, like, like people like this have happened in, in the past. Like you've seen why it's in protest. Mm-hmm. They've never gone to this scale because they never had the platform, and even yeah. like in more recent, like there's been there's been cases of this, but only like uh, by the death of George Floyd, it really like like and the whole video got released, things mm-hmm. took off. You know what I mean? Like people actually start to notice. Like it, it yeah. actually took a full on video to get people to, and social media most definitely helped. If social media yeah. was not there, I I guarantee it would not have a scale like that. Yeah, yeah that's. True. Like if that that video that uh video the protests like spreading were a direct result of social media. Because you pretty much saw a man get executed. It's like being executed on live TV. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what you saw. And seeing that video, it's one thing to hear about it. It's you can. I mean, if you hear about it, I'm sure you can visualize what it, it what it would sound like. But also, if you hear about it, people can change the story. I can change the words I use to describe the situation. And maybe people won't have such a you know react such a major reaction to it. But when you saw that video. Mm-hmm. You saw, you know, because you saw the dude get his, uh, you saw the police officer put his yeah, knee on the guy's head. Yeah, you saw it, and you're sitting there. It was hard to watch, but you saw exactly what had happened. And then you just sit there and be like, yo, this is exactly what they're doing to people. This is what they're doing. And that, I think that social media in that way has been, you know, amazing, where it's like, it's hard to spread misinformation. I mean, you have the whole deep fake yeah, exactly. technology people talk about now where you can distort videos, but I don't think that's a major issue right now. Will it be? Probably that's probably the next step in, you know, fake news where you're changing videos and putting people's faces on different bodies and all that. But in terms of right now, social media is keeping people accountable because you know you can you can someone can lie and then you can catch them doing something, post that on Instagram or Twitter, and you know they're done. Like you're pretty much like those police officers would probably still be in the departments right now if they had not been caught. And even have old cases being revived as a result of uh, you know videos going viral yeah, online, and it's it's even less of a like as you said, it's becoming less and less of like a game of Chinese whispers, like where something gets interpreted yeah. and exaggerated later on. You know what I mean? It's it's an actual like length of fact. You know what I mean? People have now access to this, and most people like millions of users have uh, users have Twitter where the original video was posted. You know where all these hashtags are going around. So. It's like to, to start that kind of train of thought, you know what I mean? And to start getting that into people's head. Like something good into people's head, not not just negativity or stuff like that. They're actually putting a real message in there. Uh, that social media can be extremely beneficial in a sense like that. Yeah, definitely. And also as well, too, I wonder, like, it's, uh, social media in different countries is, like, u- utilized very differently. Like, you have some countries where social media virtually is not 
And it's kind of crazy to see how social media has literally changed the way people actually interact with each other and talk with each other and stuff like that. And, you know, you have countries like, you know, Japan or China and stuff like that, where social media is just like an integral part of their society. You know, see people walking around and through avatars or chatting with each other, you know, whether it's from gaming or, you know, it's, you know, just, you know, communication, it's completely rewired the way people work. But then you have countries like in the Middle East where social media is virtually non-existent. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to interrupt there. It's kind of a like uh, an echo, a kind of a yeah, kind of an echo of like how how music uh, like originally started, how uh, games and stuff originally started. You mm. know what I mean? Like, um, like say music for example, yeah, started. Uh, you know, it would it would be interpreted all over the world basically. You know, you'd have some traditional music there. You'd have some uh, like rock and roll made over there maybe. And then over in more like uh, east, you know, more Asian countries, you'd see a lot more like unique ways of, of playing stuff. And then in America, you'd see uh, more different ways, you know, just a show of all around the world how different things are utilized, you know, so different cultures utilize them. And that's that I think echoes through social media now as well. How different countries are taking it on. It's like this new tool, and they're embracing it in a new way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I didn't even think about that, like how different different countries use social media um, and, you know. Interesting thing to think about. Yeah, that's that's something to think about because, like, I guess, you know, you always hear the stories that China has um, complete control over whatever people, like, are what able to see. Yeah, 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 what goes in, what goes out. And so you can kind of say that with, with North Korea as well. I, I assume that's the same situation with North Korea. North Korea, um, worse. North Korea has like 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 I think it's only like twenty websites you're allowed to go to, and even having cell phones is an issue there. Like they're completely propaganda, I believe, as well, and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, Korea, North Korea is pretty bad because social media has the power to influence. You influence what I think because you know the thing about North, like going back to like what you're, about North Korea, they've created a specific image, right? They're like, you know, everyone knows the truth and secrets behind North Korea that it's pretty much like people are held prisoner there. Like you're not to the point where what country have you ever heard of where you're not allowed to leave? You know, that's absurd. But the thing about it, they have this image where the people are happy and, you know, like living in a utopia. We know that's not true. But something like social media could blatantly, you know, expose the government line. We all know it, but it's different than seeing a video. Like there were like vice documentaries about people going into like these um camp these work camps, which are pretty much like there's modern day enslavement camps where if you do you say something and speak against the government in North Korea, they put you in a work camp. But they, you ask the government about it, they don't exist. Yeah, they ask the government, they don't exist. But you go on, you know, social media and stuff like that, you can actually see videos of this poking poking holes in all these lives. But that's probably the reason why some countries are like, we have to control, you know. We have to control uh, social media. Same thing with China. I don't know if you heard about what happened with the NBA a couple of years ago where they're having major Chinese protests. And I believe, I'm not too sure, was it an NBA team owner or someone like spoke in support of the people that were protesting uh, China? The Rockets, I, I want to say. That, I yeah. The Rock, yeah. And then you saw what happened. China was like, yo, what the hell are you guys mm-hmm. doing? And then they literally had to apologize for that team owner in support that was supporting the Chinese, you know, the people that are quote unquote rebelling against China. Because of a social media post, goes mm. to show you that social yeah. media is not a joke. Yeah, it can it can take it can take things places. It can elevate and some from 
nothing, you know what I mean? And I say if if say places like North Korea they they, they bought in social media, I I I don't know how that go. I'd say they'd still have huge control over it. Like they'd only limit it to posts about, you know, as I said, kind of propaganda kind of thing. You're showing mm-hmm. the, the happy picture, like you're showing the facade. But I yeah, I, I can't imagine much would slip through the cracks in there. Oh no! Yeah, they control one hundred percent everything. I mean, there's they. I think they probably caught on to it earlier on because I don't. You couldn't do that in the U.S. now. Well, they tried to. I remember they tried. Well, they at least tried to in the U.S. I think there was some law. I don't know if you remember, John. Like a year ago. Uh, yeah, well, there, it was, was like uh, that. Some guy in Congress he wanted to control. Not I, I. don't know what the what the term is, but he was doing something with internet and like everyone banded together. Like Reddit banded together trying to. Um, do away with this bill that they were trying to act. Let me go oh, see if I can find it. Was that the whole Article 13 thing? I remember Reddit going mad about that. So that, they were like, trying basically yeah, control. Like, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I think Article 13 was more of the European par- Parliament. Were you talking about the uh, oh, net yeah, neutrality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, net neutrality. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Well, they tried to. That's the thing, because they, they tried to basically take a stab at controlling, you know, what, what's seen on the internet. That basically gives that basically gives companies like Google and Yahoo and all these other search engines the ability to limit. Like, let's say, for example, you're a website that's posting a lot of, you know, exposing secrets about, you know, the Trump administration. If that basically, mm-hmm. basically would give like Google the right to be like, we're we're going to keep you on the internet, but we're going to post. We're not, if I type in, you know, like you know, Trump, I'm not going to see any negative things about it. So I can control what we see, therefore controlling perception. And then if you do that, yeah, you can do that. And then basically then I end up, then you can control, like, let's say, for example, you like someone like the administration, all you have to do now is just go and probably try to get these Google execs in your pocket. And now you can control. We all, I mean, we all are smart enough to know, like, that's crazy. Like, that's not allowed too much power. I guess that didn't pass. Wasn't net neutrality where they're like, for instance, you know, they they would control it. So if for whatever reason, you know, you would have to pay like maybe ten dollars, and you would you would get access to, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you paid more, it's kind of like a subscription service. Is that what it was? No, it wasn't. Yeah, that it at was. All. Go, go ahead, think, sorry. No, there was partial involvement with that. I think it was more linked in towards like say for instance you were um hired into a verizon uh you'd have like a Ver- like if you bought verizon wi-fi you'd be able to have access to verizon It'll, like a verizon mm-hmm. streaming service but with other streaming services from different platforms like say for instance you wanted to watch like nbc then that would be you'd still be able to watch it it's just it would be a lot slower compared to because uh, the wi-fi would be restricted rather than the just using the verizon one which would be unregulated I'm sure monetization was talked about at some point though mm. like like yeah. in the whole thing like monetizing instagram not like it's always talked about like, yeah like it's just it, it's a major influence. like yeah exactly like there's no other incentive to do things like that I think any platform you see that can literally turn someone into a superstar overnight goes to show the power of influence. Like people that become, I guess now the new thing is to become a TikTok star. That's crazy. You can go from being a regular Joe Smo chilling in your bed, you do a viral dance or a viral rap verse or something like that, and guess what? You're super famous. 
like there's a song right now called Stunning that like literally came from TikTok. This like group, like young dude. This like song that just got replayed. I don't know if you guys I'm not sure if you guys are on TikTok, but you know, like they pretty much people like post random sound bites and videos together to make like cool yeah, things, yeah. something funny and all that, right? So this guy just made a song, and I guess he's been an artist for a minute, wasn't having much success, you know, taking traditional avenues, right? But his song was went popular, it went viral on TikTok because being used in all these sound bites. Now this dude's famous oh, overnight. Shit. Yeah, mm. like it's a crazy. That was a good song. Don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about the quality of the song. I just think it's wild that like overnight one app like can mm. literally turn you completely have your life do a 180. So it goes to show the power. Along that last though. You know that's I mean? a, it's, like it's, it's a, a big thing right now, but then, yeah, exactly. It's like, is it kind of a, is the app just going to be some kind of adrenaline thing where it, like, it lasts for a while, the popularity then starts to just fade, you know what I mean? Like, it just, like, because I have, it doesn't seem like a fad because it's been around since, like, 2018, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The, the it artist depends on, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it yeah, depends on how you use it, the fame. Because there are some people that yeah, you know um, are movie stars now, as, and I remember that like they came from like the app that became before. I think TikTok was Vine, right? That's where what TikTok came from, like the fifteen second. So, yeah. I thought it was like mu- musically or something like that. Yeah, like it's one yeah. of the I don't yeah I forgot where it evolved from, but there are some people now that I like. It's crazy to think that they legitimately were like on Vine, and then like his name is King Batch, I believe. Like this um black guy that does like a lot of he used to do like jokes and stuff like it on vine mm-hmm. he now is in Netflix movies and is like chilling like he's in a movie right now with gerald butler the guy from 300 but he started from vine which came out like what five six years ago and was a regular yeah. dude up until then and then just now he's in netflix movies and then you have even models for example that don't go discovered but go viral on these apps and then all of a sudden they're getting you know calls from all these uh modeling agencies yeah king buck now has a comically large spoon it's yeah, did you guys even hear about um? I like this is I, I the how I knew social media was crazy and has the power of influence was um this there was this guy that got arrested years ago. I think his name is Jeremy Meeks. He's uh he's, he was called like the hot felon, black dude. He's like an interracial oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I do remember that guy. He went, yeah, he went viral because of social media. That guy would have never. He's a millionaire now. Yeah, because he's he a because he got he got contracted for a model yeah, he's uh, a model yeah, he's a millionaire. So what happened was he got a really is his mugshot. Ironically, that went viral. He's a good-looking dude, like white-skinned guy, blue eyes, looks like a pretty much anime character, and Wait, he so went viral. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, like Jeremy, yeah, it's Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. So now this guy does. He walks down like you know, like famous runway model. He's like a famous runway model now. But literally, his photo, his mugshot went viral on like. Instagram or whatever it was, women just started thirsting after this guy. Like, who's this guy? We need to know his name. Da 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 da. And now this dude is famous as hell. One from right, Felon. Yeah, it's mad. I yeah. just I just searched it up. Yeah. yeah. And he now he's he was a former Crip and convicted felon, but now he's a he's a model. That's crazy. Runway model. Dude, get this. He was actually in, at one point engaged to like a princess or something like that. Something wild. He has like he already, he yeah he was engaged to like a very I don't know if it was a prince or an heiress so it's like some major like I mean it might have been an heiress I'm not too sure to, like some major one of these like I know, I imagine he has some uh, some stories to tell yeah, oh for definitely. sure yeah it's like in the 180 like think about that that mug if he didn't get arrested yeah. and get that mug shot he would still be just a regular dude but now he's millionaire and you know famous but uh, 
yeah, back to uh, what you call it. Uh, I I was just thinking about like uh, Twitter and stuff, and that got me thinking. What do you guys think about politics and stuff, like people's political opinions and stuff? Not exactly your political opinions. I don't <laughs> want to hear none of that. Don't want to get to any of that. But like, uh, what do you guys think about people's and their political opinions? And Twitter basically recently, more yeah, much more recently, turning into like this kind of cesspool of just politics. Because you can't really say you can't really do much on Twitter except make out and not get like bring politics somewhat into it. I want to see if you guys have noticed that. What you guys think? So I don't I don't really use Twitter that much. Um, I only use it for like whenever we use our like um, our podcast promotion. But I have noticed that whenever it, like something is trending, like I think there was one trending this morning. I think it says like I will vote for Biden because or something like that. But regardless of whatever stance that you um support you i i have noticed that like a lot of it is kind of like a cesspool of of politics wherever you go yeah and it's not even i don't even follow po- political pages but no like you can't exactly. you can't turn around without seeing politics and i'm not sure if that's just something that's innate in twitter because i do see it in facebook i don't see it as much in Oh yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a nuanced kind of secret thing in some other apps like like Instagram. Like yeah. obviously, it's more it's much more image based. It's much mm-hmm. more uh, like well, how you come off. So some people could like oh, I, like use some sort of clothing or like some 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 other way of like nuanced way mm-hmm. of supporting a political brand or pushing a political agenda kind of thing. And I I don't know. I just don't don't like how it goes, you know, because but politics has never ended well. At least in in learning in my experience online, you know. Yeah, it's with that with that type of issue. It's more so of just a, a game of tug of war, and whoever, you know, I guess ends up. Uh, I don't want to say quitting, but more so of this. You know, it's it's a constant back and forth, and yeah, you know, tired, you, basically. yeah, and it's not. You know, some people may or may not have a different point of view after that conversation but i feel like a good portion of it is just bashing either side and you know there's no yeah, like, there's no resolution in and proper like things maybe i wouldn't worry but like when shit is filling up my feet like like just judging someone's whole life mm-hmm. off like their opinion to vote on biden or trump or something like yeah. that, you know what i mean more recently like oh, uh, like Fair enough if you want to slander them or give out about them, but please don't do it on my feed. Yeah, I do not follow anything about politics. I followed Call Me Carson, and I, now I'm looking at political feeds. Like, I'm not interested, you know. And that's yeah. it's it's just sad to see, you know what I mean? Because like, like especially apps like Twitter and all, it could could be a fantastic app for communities, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, um, you know, it's it's, it's actually good joining people. It's actually crazy too because I'm not sure if you guys have this app. It's called LinkedIn. It's kind of like a professional like Facebook. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see people. Yeah, right I see people like arguing about politics on that too, and I'm like, that's not. I don't know. I'm, you know, from my understanding, that's not, not really business of you. Yeah, that's not very uh, a platform for that type of mm-hmm. of talking. You know, that's more so. If, I I see that as kind of like a quote online resume, and so you know why. Why? Why is that a uh, an outlet where people talk about politics on there? Yeah, no, it's just any any little crevice they can sneak into. I think that's the idea. Yeah, but yeah. Basically, I'm not a big fan of politics online. That's my deal. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially, what's the point in going like, oh yeah? So I've got um, 
I've got like a master's in business technology. I've done three courses at this really good college. And then I'm also having a political debate on my timeline with some random new account with 14 different numbers on it uh, saying why Biden is a much better pick than Trump. Like, there's no need to also see that. Yeah, like, it's just... It's just useless, basically. And um, to to step back a bit to... Well, actually, just, just to, to wrap up that little bit about social aspect, I know we touched on earlier, like, uh, how apps like Instagram, Twitter, you can meet new people. Um, but, like, yeah, you see that a lot more, like, even, not even relationships, like, not even apps like Tinder and stuff, just making relationships with people online. Like, not, not romantic, but just friendships, you know what I mean? Online friendships, your connections and stuff like that, like, uh, us and the Puzzle Minds podcast here, like, we would have never interacted if it wasn't for social media, you know what I mean? And we'd never be able to promote or even, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the crazy part, too. Like, you know, if, had we not connected through Instagram or I think it was Instagram that we had connected through, you know, we would have never, yeah. you said, never met, never had this conversation, never had artwork from you guys. Like, it's the, the aspect of social media where we can kind of connect, you said more so kind of with like friends or connections mm-hmm. across the world, you know, you, you can't even fathom that 15, 20 years ago, you'd be like, Oh yeah. You know, I would, I would talk to someone in Ireland or, or in Japan or yeah, wherever it is. Over in America and we're talking here, like uh, completely over the ocean. You know what I mean? And yeah. To think like even, even social media, I know maybe like we use discord to record our episodes, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if that exactly counts as social media, but anyway, you know what I mean? Like, the way we can talk, like, I think of how quality we're talking right now across the ocean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, um, even, like, you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, that's one of the great things about social media. And I'm mm-hmm. advocating a lot for good things and bad things. Yeah. It, it is. It's a, it's a mixed bag, and there's really no no defining what you're getting out of it. Like, you can't pick out the bad bits or pick out the good bits, and bits you know what I mean? Like it's it's no fruit salad. You gotta you gotta have it all. Yeah, and I think I think what Tidio had mentioned in the beginning, you know, it's kind of how people use it. It's you know when for our instance, you know, we're using it to promote or to connect with other people, and you know, it's just the positive things that we can kind of attribute to to social media. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's actually key to it as well because. Uh, like as I said, you can't choose the good or bad bits because there's always mm-hmm. going to be the bad bits. There's always going to be the good bits. Mm-hmm. But you can you can like kind of like be you can kind of make it more lenient in a way. You can you can encourage more like, positive things. You can you can you can actively look. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's still going to be bad things. Like if I looked for say like a band or something, yeah, I go to find that hashtag or community or something on Reddit or uh, Instagram. Yeah, I find that community full of cool people i meet some new friends i talk about some new things something like that you know what i mean but then there's some people who are just hating on you know what i mean they're just like you know and there's always going to be haters and stuff like that but you know what i mean like there's always yeah. that bad bit but if you encourage more of what you want to see whether that's good or bad i hope not bad but <laughs> if you encourage more of that on the internet then it'll come back it'll come back to repay you or bite you whichever you choose yeah yeah 100 percent agree with that you know it's kind of just the energy that you put in towards whatever whatever you want to do, you can, you know, you'll kind of get the same energy back. So yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. It's a, I'd say the biggest thing of negative will be on like Twitter is one of the biggest things for negative 
in my opinion, because so much happens on Twitter and so many different things go around. It's so easy for... (laughs) Yeah, honestly, if you choose to stay off Twitter, I do not blame you at all. Twitter is probably one of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter is probably one of the worst social media apps for your mental health. So, yeah, if you're trying to... If you care about yourself in any sort of way and you don't have an addiction to Twitter, do not go onto it because... (laughs) Trust me, it's it's completely worth it. Yeah, I mean, some people are on there just to make your day miserable. Like, the online troll was something that was birthed from social media. I don't really remember the online troll back when we were confined to MSN Messenger or AOL or Yahoo Messenger. But once Facebook and uh, Instagram and Twitter, like, were birthed, then, you know, there's this person that just came out of the woodwork that was specifically created to just say no to your opinion like you prove a valid point uh no. well, why do you disagree with me uh, i don't know just saying no that person was created on these platforms and they, it's like pretty much getting checked in most outlets you know one person even on like um if you go on like celebrities comments you can be like the greatest person ever like keanu reeves who literally is a god has done nothing wrong in his life this man, if you go into his comments, there's people that calling him an asshole for whatever, just to get his attention. That's the wild thing about it. People some have now used weaponized like negativity just to grab attention, and that's the sad thing about mm-hmm. social media. But it's what you like you said before, like what you choose to look at and what you how you choose to use it is what's yeah, most important right, now. What energy you choose to give to what areas? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Rid of the negative, that's impossible. Like you can't make Twitter not. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Yin and yang, perfect balance. Yeah. Exactly, perfect balance, like dark side, light side, man. It's funny talking about that and then just thinking about Twitter.com, but yeah, it is <laughs> it is true in a sense. It's true in all forms of um, whatever, but um, yeah, what, that and that actually got me thinking there about like yeah, stuff like Messenger and stuff like that. Like, what about recently in quarantine, isolation, stuff like that? Do you think uh, social media has been a positive or detriment, uh, detrimental part because, like, personally for me, at the start, it was it was such a tool, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was such a tool to be updated with news, but um, it was such a tool to talk to friends. Like, me and Caden have been talking, oh, basically, all quarantine, yeah. oh, it's been good, being able to play games together, um, stuff like that, you know what I mean? And even get to interact with you guys and mm-hmm. start this podcast during quarantine, stuff like that, you know what I mean? But uh, But then later on, the new stuff piling up, you know what I mean? Yeah. COVID nineteen, you know, more cases, mm-hmm. more deaths. What news was real, you know, the, the random trending stuff, more political stuff stacking over now. And I even seen stuff where it's just like the day, like days feel a lot longer, stuff like that. You know, it's just a whole lot of. I don't want to say stress because that takes away from actual stress, but you, it's just a lot to take in. You know what I mean? And you know, social media, it, I I feel it was good at the start, but not the end. But I want to see what you guys think. Because obviously we've all been in the same boat recently. Yeah. So uh, when when this whole um, COVID thing kind of started, um, I think a lot of people used the the app Zoom and kind of used it. Uh, at least I know a few people they use it as like kind of like a happy hour. So they would just get online and go on Zoom and kind of drink with their buddies, kind of like they were going out to a bar. And you know, on on top of that, you know, it's since no one can really go anywhere, the only way that you can communicate with people other than actual face-to-face conversation is through social media. So 
social media, I think, has for this particular instance, has kind of helped us stay connected. And you know, in in the sense that since we're not able to, you know, I guess since it's recommended to be six feet away from whoever you're, you're talking to, you know, this is the way that we stay connected. And that's kind of like a product of, of the whole COVID situation. I do think that it kind of has also had a negative effect because we're not meant to be like as human beings confined indoors. So the thing is you get people that are a little bit more agitated, people a little bit more on edge. And maybe something you would react to extremely, you might react to extremely now because you've been indoors for like six months, you know? So when you see people just going on rants, even some of the riots riots and uh, protests you see now of uh, going back to the George Floyd thing, a lot of that stuff was fueled also by people having nothing else to do. Not to say that it wasn't important, but when you're confined, now all of a sudden you're kind of more on edge. So sometimes when you see more control... Yeah, exactly. Like you have like no choice but to like do something. So I do think that it started off initially good, then now it's like people have nothing else to do. Now the trolls that probably had to go to work and do that nine to five and then have time to sit there and you know sit there and leave a nasty comment under your uh, Instagram picture or tweet them a great. Now they got twenty four seven access because they're ch- chilling at home, and that's that's so the thing I've noticed a lot more now where. Even people that are being quote unquote canceled now, you know, whether they're celebrities or whoever they are, are getting really canceled because we don't forget now because we're at home. We we remember we have nothing else to do. So if you're a person that's fucked up during this quarantine, like status, you're you're done because we have nothing to do but constantly remind ourselves like, oh, yeah, you said that one thing. Oh, yeah, you sex yourself with that one girl or, oh, yeah, you did something else. Like nowadays, people are just straight up just getting torn apart. And I think that's the. It's like a that mob justice is becoming lethal now, because we're. I mean, we have nothing to do. Our lives are online one hundred percent of the time now. Mm-hmm. There's no like it's or buts yeah. about it. So, it's. I mean, going to what yeah. you guys were saying also as well too. It's been fun to like maybe connect with other people also as well too that you wouldn't have connected with otherwise because you're like, oh, let me go give you know like give my friend a call because you know now you're indoors and you have more time to think. So that's also been a positive aspect, I guess. Mm-hmm. And one uh, wait, really great thing I seen was you see all the share videos that Shane will post. Uh, they're sharing more stories that have been buried before, you know what I mean? Old cases, stuff like that on their stories, Instagram stories and stuff you see it mostly. And I, this is BLM I'm referring to here. Um, but the problem is now, you know, we're so deep into quarantine, you know, we've experienced these things so much. They start to just like get normalized you know what i mean mm. they start to just like like stay where they are you know what i mean like in your head you're just thinking like not exactly when you go on an instagram story say you see a video line post yeah you don't exactly scroll past it like you click it look but like uh, they start to get more like i would just say mainstream kind of thing you know what i mean mm. originally it was a fight for a thing but now since there's so many you might just scroll past and think oh, 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 oh. another blm post you know and that's that's a real shame because it's such an important thing, and for it to be so like getting so oversaturated so quick, it's just to show social media can be extremely good, but also extremely bad. You know what I mean? Like to have that effect so quick. So, so are are you saying that I guess like because where there's so many posts about it that we kind of get, and I don't want to say fatigued because that's that's kind of like a negative yeah, yeah, aspect yeah. towards it, but I we're. Am. 
Uh, it don't make it fatigue more like you 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 lose more the the point of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that, yeah, yeah. Not that the intention is not that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah. the word for it. And mm-hmm. say somebody posts something, yeah, they may have perfect intentions. They may see it and go, "Okay, I'm going to post this. I'm going to spread some awareness." But then maybe somebody else has posted the same thing and posted a new thing that says the same thing, something like that. You know what I mean? And it's an extremely like good cause and stuff, yeah. But it, 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 yeah, it's as Caden said, you're desaturated to it now. You, you've seen it so much that you kind of just yeah. scroll past, like, not intentionally, but yeah, exactly. Like you, you just scroll past and like without even knowing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a real shame that things start to happen like that. And I'm sure a few people can relate. Even like I care about BLM. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I care that it goes well and that you know they, they get what they deserve. But like. When people start posting these things and get so used to it that you start scrolling past, you mm-hmm. know, something's got to change. You know what I mean? So yeah. Social media just has that effect on you where it can it can pull you in, but then also drop you just as quick, mm-hmm. which is yeah. just terrible, really. So I'm just thinking, what's better ways? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, what's the what's the best way to to get a message out, but not, I guess, quote oversaturate it. You know, without without losing the meaning behind the whole the yeah. whole message, and it's a lot of burying as well because the media, like say, I don't want to just don't, oh the media they're burying the news, but like a lot of like it's not trending anymore. You see this a lot where it's like it's not trending, so people aren't talking about it as much, which mm-hmm. is kind of a shame because it used to fill my feed and stuff, so I'd be forced to listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was okay with that. I'd finally see like the bigger picture. But now it's less being forced down your throat, and well, not forced down your throat. Sorry, like it's less being like uh, put in your face. You know, you you're not ignoring it anymore. Mm. Yeah. But now it's being I put mean... in stories, and you have that chance now. Your brain is starting to reset back to skip the post the story. You know what I mean? We have we have an information overload. I remember I was actually listening to this on uh, the po- podcast Joe Rogan. He was talking about like we're not meant to have this many options. We have too many options. Exactly. That's, you don't that's appreciate exactly any of them. It, man. You know, it's like that thing about the news coming in, like you COVID second lockdown coming in. You have all this coming in. You don't know where the BLM stands. You don't know where the COVID stands. Uh, Politics. I didn't even know there was another presidential election going on until I seen Kanye's doing something. So, oh yeah, I mean, it's It's too much at once because you don't know what to care about. You can't care about everything equally, and then everything seems because at first I thought beginning of the year the world was ending. And then all of a sudden, now we have a race war borderline about to go down. And then after that, you know, Kanye is going around, you know, doing um, like uh, doing speeches that make no sense. And then all of a sudden, all the movie theater chains are potentially going out of business. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have police killing people. Then all of a sudden, you find out there's a pedophile ring in Hollywood. Like, what is going on? Like, there's so much. Like, that's so much you're supposed to keep up with. And the news is just throwing it all at you. Not even breaking it up. Just constantly all at you. And the problem is that you can't... You can't wait for these things because, like things you said there about like pedophile, uh, pedophile in Hollywood, now, yeah, that's that's incredibly important to stop that, you know, before you support the person further or let it go on any further. But then it's getting buried as well. Like people aren't taking full focus to it, you know. They're just like going blurry eyed. They don't know what to what to focus on. They can't choose because there's so much going on. So, like you can't really say space it out either. 
Yeah. Say BLM and then like so much maybe, so quickly. Maybe speak about this thing and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all important stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Except maybe Kanye running for president. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's all some important too. stuff, you know. They can use they can use uh, social media to help you forget about things. So they can post, they can throw it out there, and then immediately use something else to distract you. But like I remember, no one's talking about the fact that the U.S. government released images of you actual UFOs and admitted they had no idea what this they were. We already forgot about that. Yeah. Like literally yeah, admitted. Man, oh I yeah, like, yeah. yeah no, forgot I forgot about that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Completely forgot. <laughs> Yeah, like, like they know, like, so deep into quarantine at that point, I did not care. Like, I yeah, actually everyone, didn't care. I looked at they like, used it to distract us from how bad COVID was getting because everyone's talking about how, like, you know, the president is mismanaging, you know, like the COVID you know, response. Like, he had diverted funds to, you know, taken away from like the crisis center to do all kinds of crazy things with the money. And then they're like, oh shit, we're getting in trouble. By the way, guys, aliens exist. You're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Aliens exist? Okay. And I just now forgot about the other thing I was talking about. So they do that sometimes also as well too, but that's a direct result of just us getting too much information. And then it gets buried and we forget about it because that's technically groundbreaking that the U.S. government admitted that they seen, they've seen flying, you know, saucers or whatever you want to call them. And mm-hmm. we just forgot about it because now Kanye is more important now, apparently, than UFOs. And maybe they do know what it is, but it was just meant to be a distraction, you know? But of course, nobody was thinking about that at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know how I could go really. I think the the best way to you know, remember what I said there, but like like you can't tell them to wait. Obviously, yeah, this news is too important. So I think the best way for anybody to focus on things, you know what I mean, and get a closer look, to step back, kind of, and just take a bigger picture, take take the whole thing in, you know what I mean, um, is to just step off social media. I think, which is a hard thing to do nowadays, because as you said. Much early into the episode, there, it's it's a big part of your life. You know what I mean. Nowadays, it's yeah. like it's it's the hot quarter of your life. You know what I mean. Like your food, sleep, you know, shit like that. And then social media. You know, having that social aspect of your life, and a lot of that would be covered by hanging out with friends or making plans and stuff like that. Not happening anymore. Social media is your gateway to that, man. And if you don't have that gateway, you feel alone. You know what I mean. So, so actually, convoluted mess, basically. I actually have a question for everyone here. So, would you guys ever go back to to flip phones where you didn't have social media on it? Um, I I think a lot of people would protest against that, like not actually protest, <laughs> but you know what I mean, like throw yeah. their hands in the fists and say, "No, I support my my thing." Um, it's that's a mixed bag for me because this 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 actually kind of goes back to the social media question then, because like if social media never existed at all. What would happen like would, like mm-hmm. would the world be better would the world be worse it's all up to subjective yeah really but i personally yeah that's a bigger question social media attacks progress mm-hmm. wait what was it but like yeah, oh no sorry i was there, uh, interrupted go ahead oh no oh, sorry uh what do you call it um yeah the flip launch question uh i i think i, I might you know what I mean, if if we didn't know about social media, say it was still in like back and flip flowing days, yeah, social media was just rumored, but it would never done anything about. It. I don't think I'd mind that. Yeah, I guess you know that's kind of like the whole uh, Monday, mm-hmm. what was it Monday Monday morning quarterbacking or whatever, where you kind of be like you know, if I could, I would. But if yeah, if, if social media wasn't a thing and 
it kind of like took its course where it, like social media wasn't as big and we were just on flip phones. Mm-hmm. I, I probably would try to go back to flip phones just because it wouldn't even matter. But nowadays it's as, as bad as it sounds like social media, it, it, it runs everything. And you know, some people get their news yeah. through that. Some people stay in contact with other people through that. And if you don't have that, you're kind of isolated in the world. Yeah, like I'd say, yeah, a big thing. I, my opinion would be definitely at the start, I feel like I would be up there saying, like, look, it's like, yeah, there's a loads of negatives to it, but there is like the positives here, like how we stay connected. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you could use this, but it's so much more efficient. But at the end of the day, if they said, all right, it's getting completely banned, I would say, all right, I just have to suck it up and then go with it. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I much prefer to have social media with it, but I would, I would say, all right, okay, I understand. And then I just end up taking like the, what's it called? I just end up taking the flip down, flip mm-hmm. down and then just keep going on. Like, What about you to do? It's not impossible to, yeah, like, I would say like, it's almost like slightly go off the grid versus completely. I would want to, I don't know if I can. But there's certain things where, like you said, I keep in contact with certain people on social media apps. So that, in that regard, it would make that virtually impossible. But if I had a choice, I don't think that we would all of a sudden go back to the Stone Ages. I think, if anything, we would, we would have more time to actually do stuff. So I think society might progress a little bit quicker because we have less distractions. So it's like a... Kind of like take your poison kind of thing. Yeah, pick your poison because there's some times where I sit there and I'm like, man, I've been on Instagram or TikTok for an hour. What could I have, what could I have done at that time? And if you think about how many hours you've had in your whole entire lifetime of those moments because you're in some sort of social media app. Oh, man. And then you put that towards actually progress. Think about like what, what could have happened. So I look at it from that lens and I think that ultimately right now, like social media is like a hardcore drug. Like I remember watching like interviews and stuff like that saying that like, uh, some social media, I think social media or the apps hit the same receptors as addiction for like drugs. That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I think it should have been like, but if I was to ever go back in time, yeah, you know what I mean? I think the plan would be to better implement it and to hmm. less of a here's this new thing, go wild, see what you can do, more of a present the idea, you know what I mean? Rumor, you know, see what people come up with, mm-hmm. see if people are like, but wait. Surely wouldn't that create like some social divide kind of thing? Wouldn't that create different like even body standards on Instagram and stuff, you know, different political opinions, stuff like that. Like people start thinking about it, you know, they start thinking about the risk. Maybe there'd be better improvements and stuff like that. There'd be uh, they'd create better restrictions straight off the bat. You know what I mean? Like but like I there's no going back now, you know what I mean? But if there was just implement it better would be the best way. Yeah, there's certain things that wouldn't exist if it weren't for social media, you know. So like, like, like the suicide rates and depression rates, all those things kind of skyrocketed. Certain things, I think that like, well, if you take it away, then those go away. But then something else might come in its place. So it's not like social media exactly. is the all the root of all evil. Yeah. But I exactly think like, like the the pick your poison thing. You can you can either like, what is the better of both evils? You know what I mean? It's just to personal preference i guess but then it's also like what's the moral choice as well it's just it's a difficult thing because like 
the social media. You don't technically need it at all. It's just our brains are trained to, to, to like, our brains are on a leash, the leash of social media, you know what I mean? Like, mm. and it'd be yeah. hard to get off that leash, basically. They're just taking it off. Like, if they, if they, if they, all the social media apps shut down, I think we'd be, be able to customize those back to regular life and find a much better way. I think we'd come to that, but if mm. we broke free, I don't think it would have the same effect. I think we'd just be, be slowly crawling back, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah. The Especially... the thing that go I'm on. sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm just thinking about what Tiddy was said, uh, how he mentioned, you know, if you if you kind of look on how much how much time that you've spent a day just on social media, and then you just you know kind of extrapolate that to over your whole life, you just see how much time that I don't want to say wasted because you know some people use it for social media for for beneficial things but the amount of time that you did spend on social media over your lifetime and just putting that towards something you know maybe like a hobby or um you know exercising or a skill like whatever it is like that's just to me that's just crazy to think about and then even yeah uh, that, that that could end up being beneficial in the end that you don't even know about it like so yeah for example, I'll, I'll you, you, yeah. Say, example, you went on uh, YouTube or something, yeah. You're watching this random video, and uh, maybe, maybe you're watching a Joe Rogan highlight or something, yeah. <laughs> you like what he's talking about, and maybe, maybe slowly in your brain, you're like, podcast, that might be a good idea, you know what I mean? And maybe that built up or something like that. That could go for anything music, movies, whatever, you know what I do? You know, you know what I mean? So, like, I think the, the, there could always be a chance that, like, it's a slow build up. You don't realize you're doing something productive, but you end up coming up with this great idea and stuff like you know, of a collective thing. Oh, it could just be waste of the brain, you know what I mean? Like, apps like I hate to say it, but TikTok and stuff like that, that's just endless, like, shite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it can be beneficial as well, though, but it is just some endless shite. Yeah, there's so much yeah. of it. The point is, like, what are the, what's the ratio to like positive things you find to, I guess, useless things you find? I'm sure the useless things is the overwhelming majority. Like you said, like you said before, you can find things that can help you, like that are productive and stuff like that. But man, it's like with those apps, like you see yourself as like time goes by so quickly. Thirty minutes of looking at girls doing squats, and you're like, wait a second, like I just wasted thirty minutes looking at asses versus like put that towards whatever else, you know? And yeah, put that towards the- doing squats, mm-hmm. improving your own. Exactly for myself to get the ass that these girls have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like those things are all just so oversaturated. Like if I there's sometimes where I do, I will go on like instagram or like uh tiktok but like you know workouts and those are the, the things that have benefited me where i've been like okay i can see someone actually doing like a workout and i can like copy it and stuff like that so i can incorporate it into my life but the vast majority is just random stuff tiktok dances and people i don't even know like just doing random shit that like does nothing like sometimes you see something that's really cool but you realize that it added nothing positive to your life like you see someone do a stunt like a TikTok star, an Instagram star, like a lot of those people don't add anything to my life. They make money off of just keeping our attention. That's all it is. Like the Jake Pauls and all those like all those guys, like they make money off of just doing crazy shit. I'm like, okay, that's cool to see, but it, did this change my life in any shape or form seeing someone jump off a roof into a pool? 
No, but I've watched 1,700 exactly. videos of the same shit. Yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly it right there, because you see, like, even on TikTok, so if you especially see the good parts, and on Instagram especially, you see the perfect parts of people's lives, because that's what they want you to see, obviously. This has been said many times, obviously, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, um, say say you see somebody, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, writing a book, or uh, playing a song or something, yeah, on an instrument. Then you go to try to learn that or something, and you realize how difficult it is, yeah? But they made it look so easy, so you must just be bad at it, you know what I mean? So it's just mindset as well is the worst thing about social media. It, it, the, the mind is the worst part. If if we didn't have a brain, you know what I mean? I I have a feeling social media wouldn't be as popular as it was, but mm. unfortunately we do. Yeah. Unfortunately as well, actually. Mm. Yeah. I definitely, what's it called? One thing is, yeah, like people can use social media for inspiring ways and inspiring methods and you definitely can get positive benefit out of social media. But at the end of the day, there's one quote about social media that really really strikes me in the soul and it's a a quote from Earl Sweatshirt and he goes, man, I hate Twitter. Twitter makes me want to fucking kill myself. And honestly, I feel (laughs) like that's just... It just sums up social media perfectly. It's like you can take someone who is so successful as Earl Sweatcher and bring them down like so many levels just because of one social media app. It's mad. It's true. It can either raise people up or bring them down. That's the mm-hmm. that is the like Pandora's box element of it. You just never know how it's going to go. Exactly. Um. Well, yeah. Basically, the, the in summary. Social media good, social media bad. It's just how we use it. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I honestly think inherently it's not bad. It's just how we use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's just a make. As I said before, it's a mixed bag. It's it's a fruit salad. You can't you, like fruit salad. You can picture there. You know what I mean. But yeah. with with fucking social media, you can't. You know what I mean. So in summary. Just take a break from social media if you can. It's the best option. Yeah, every now and then, man, it's good. And it's, yeah, too much of anything is never good. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a perfect way of putting it. But yeah, I think that unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, or some some burning questions or anything, or burning discussion topics. So. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of all of the things. It's been. Yeah, it's been great talking to you guys. Anyway, I I really enjoyed this yeah. episode. I think it went very well. Likewise, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Actually, oh, thanks for glad thanks actually, for Yeah, glad we could actually finally collaborate. Jesus. Yeah, I know it's, yeah, it's been a it's been a struggle, but um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, like I said, yeah, thank you for for having us. We really appreciate um, you know, taking the time out to to collaborate with us and um, you know, everything that you do. So, thank you. And if you use want to plug anything, of course, I'll, I'll include it in the bio of the episode anyway, but yeah. uh, should go ahead anyway, just so people know. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like I said in the beginning, uh, we're Puzzled Minds Podcast, and we do, um, you know, episodes about whatever whatever you can think of. You know, we kind of go through the alphabet, and we kind of choose a letter and kind of run from there. So um, last week we did an episode on adulting. I think that's what it was. And... Mm-hmm. This week we're we're doing um, C for cancel culture, and so you know that'll be dropped either 
Saturday night or Sunday morning. Um, so, you know, be on the lookout for that. But um, our Instagram is Puzzled Minds Podcast and our Twitter is Puzzled Mind Pod or Puzzled Minds Pod. So, you know, check us out on there and we'd love to have some some interaction with you guys and see, you know, what you guys would like to hear about us. Yeah, what to call it, but yeah, I can definitely recommend them if you liked, uh, especially some of the hypothetical kind of things in this. They, they, they do some hyper the, the hypotheticals on there is a lot more. I think extreme is the word for it. Not bad extreme, just cool. Yeah. Extreme, you know what I mean? It's unique extreme. But uh, yeah, definitely go give them a listen. It's uh, I, I, I don't know where you described it, but two a.m. thoughts. So you yeah. Described it once, which is which is kind of the best way to describe it. It's just those weird thoughts put into actual words. You know what I mean? like your consciousness actually having a voice so but yeah yeah, yeah no that, that's actually that's the that's the best way to put it i didn't even think about that like a like a you know you're we're kind of like the conscious that are that are speaking to the 2 a.m thoughts mm-hmm, definitely but yeah thanks thanks for joining us today uh john and tadiwa and uh yeah bye-bye. Yeah, you guys do. Bye-bye.